Hello, hello, hello. This is the Vanilla JS Podcast. I am Chris Ferdinetti. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, I'm talking about gatekeeping and the tools that we use to make things for the web. Uh, before we get started, I did just want to mention that this is the last week to register for the next session of the Vanilla JS Academy, my project-based online JavaScript training program for beginners. It starts on Monday, October 14th, and has been completely redesigned from the ground up based on user feedback and my observations about how people learn best. From now until the program starts on Monday, you can save 30% on registration with the code last chance at checkout. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Uh, if you head over to vanillajsacademy.com, you can learn all about it. Um, with that in mind, uh, let's get on with today's show. So um, uh, last year, Alex Russell, uh, who's a developer on the Google Chrome team, wrote an amazing article called The Developer Bait and Switch. And in it, he talked about this straw man argument that he's had in a handful of recent conversations around tools that we use, like frameworks and CSS and JavaScript and Webpack and things like that. Um, and the argument goes like this. These tools let us move faster. And because we can iterate faster, we're delivering better experiences. And I'm sure that's true for people whose um, core competency or level of comfort is greater with JavaScript than other parts of the stack, like HTML and CSS. But in my experience, people who have deep expertise in things like um, CSS or um, user interaction design or accessibility often don't have a deep expertise in JavaScript, nor do I think they should. And these tools effectively lock them out of the process or keep them from participating in the development process meaningfully in a way that they historically would have been able to. This is what's called gatekeeping. Um, so just a little example. Uh, Rian Reitveld is an accessibility consultant. And last year, she resigned from her position as WordPress accessibility team lead. Uh, and she documented why in a pretty detailed article. The TLDR on this one is that um, Gutenberg had a new content editor they were working on called Gutenberg. And unlike their old editor, it was built on top of React. Because neither Rian nor anyone on her team had React experience, and because they couldn't find any volunteers in the accessibility and WordPress communities who did, um, they weren't able to fix bugs the way they used to be able to. So like before, if they found a bug, they could just go into the HTML um, or server rendered markup and, and fix it. But um, with, the, uh, with the new system, they, just, they did not have the skill set to participate in this process, but they were deep uh, experts on things like accessibility. And so instead of fixing it themselves, they'd have to create bugs, uh, bug tickets, hurl them over the fence, and hope that in the course of all the other work the developers on the team had to work on, they would get around to it. Um, and uh, you know, after a while, they started to feel like they just couldn't effectively work on the things that they were tasked with doing, which as you can imagine is pretty disheartening. Um, so that was back in 2018. In May of this year, uh, a detailed accessibility audit of the new Gutenberg editor was conducted. And at the time that this was done, uh, Gutenberg was already on like a V2 or V3 um, kind of like patch fix release with the general public. The audit was 329 pages long and documented 91 accessibility-related bugs in quite a bit of detail. Now, this is not just 91 bugs overall. This is specifically 91 accessibility bugs. And you think about how many of those would have just been caught and eliminated if Rian and her team could have done the work 
that they were tasked with doing, um, but they were effectively kept out of the process. And so these tools may let some developers on your team work faster, um, specifically JavaScript developers, but it doesn't let all developers on your team work faster. In some cases, it completely locks out people who have really important contributions to add to the project. It creates these lopsided teams and these lopsided development processes that favor one set of developers and team members over another. And as we see with the WordPress example, I don't think you can argue in good faith that it just inherently results in better experiences for your users. With the Gutenberg um, (laughs) editor, it's pretty clear that it actually resulted in a worse experience for the users. Um, So, you know, it's not to say that you should never use tools, but make sure you're picking a tool set that is inclusive of all members on your team, that it doesn't keep people from participating, that it doesn't erect these artificial barriers that lock certain people out of the development process um, because that's that's worse for you and it's worse for your users. Um, so that's it for today. If, uh, if you really want to master JavaScript, don't forget to check out the Vanilla JavaScript Academy over at vanillajsacademy.com. Program starts on Monday, this Monday, October 14th, and it's been completely redesigned based on user feedback and my observations on how people learn. Um, from now until Monday, you can get 30% off registration. Um, you definitely don't want to miss out on that. It's an awesome savings. Um, and I think you're really going to enjoy the program. So uh, head on over to vanillajsacademy.com and, uh, and learn more. That's it. Uh, see you next time. Thanks for listening. Cheers.